0: Welcome to Wisdom from the Word of God, the Bible teaching ministry of Pastor Olan Butler, endeavoring to reconnect people with God. The book of Acts, chapter 5. Starting at verse 1, you'll find these words. But a certain man named Ananias, with Sapphira, his wife, sold a possession. And he kept back part of the proceeds, his wife also being aware of it. And brought a certain part and laid it at the apostles' feet. But Peter said, Ananias, why has Satan filled your heart to lie? to the Holy Spirit and to keep back part of the price of the land for yourself? While it remained, was it not your own? And after it was sold, was it not your own control? Why have you conceived this thing in your heart? You have not lied to men, but to God. Then Ananias, hearing these words, fell down and breathed his last. So great fear came upon all those who heard these things. And the young men arose and wrapped him up, carried him out and buried him. Now it was about three hours later when his wife came in, not knowing what had happened. And Peter answered her, Tell me whether you sold the land for so much. She said, Yes, for so much. Then Peter said to her, How is it that you have agreed together to test the spirit of the Lord? Look, the feet of those who have buried your husband are at the door, and they will carry you out. Then immediately she fell down at his feet and breathed her last. And the young men carried in and found her dead and carried her out, buried her by her husband. So great fear came upon all the church and upon all who heard these things saints of God, today I just want to talk to you a few moments from the thought. Unethical Christians. Unethical Christians. It is interesting in the context of the passage that I have read in your hearing. Many things of the Holy Spirit has already been enacted and the Holy Spirit has shown great power through the church. It is not like God, is, people are wondering whether or not God is real and that the presence and the power of God is not working through his people. But even with all of that that was going on, men's heart was still dark. And the unfortunate commentary that we find in this text is not only are they dark in the world, but some men's hearts are dark in the church. Today I'm just talking to you a little while about unethical Christians. I I want you to know today, and I contend on week after week, is that Uh, The best way you can represent God is by giving. Because nobody gives better than God does. We say every Sunday in our songs, you can't be God-given no matter how you try. So if you were to put a uh, crowning uh, attribute of God is that he is a giver. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that the whosoever that would believe on him should not perish, but have everlasting life. God demonstrated his love toward us that while we were yet sinners, he died. God gave his life. Jesus Christ said, It's more expedient that I go to the Father so that I can send you the Comforter. God gave his Spirit. God continues to tell us about the giving the giving of his life, the giving of his Spirit, the Father giving of his Son. And not only that, God is giving us a new destiny. A destiny that we were not on track for before he saved our souls. A place where Jesus says that in my father's house there are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. But I go to prepare a place for you and if I go to prepare a place for you, I'm coming again so that where I am, you shall be also. God has given us future. So uh, it ought to make sense to every believer not to play when it comes to giving. Not to play around about uh, what you give and what you promise to give. Because everybody in here today that's taking a breath knows that God has given. We are all That God promised to give us life And we have life today And he doesn't stop there Because he says he gives us life And life more abundant Every baptized born again believer knows That their life is way more abundant now Than it was before they accepted Jesus Christ And it does not matter whether or not You are materialistically better off Than you were then Because you found out because of the wisdom of God that he put in our hearts That it's not about materialism anyway It's all about having a right relationship with Jesus Christ Having been justified by faith in Jesus Christ We now have peace with God It's about knowing that our business is fixed with the Lord Because he gave. So we find here in our text that we have some believers here, amen, that should be representing God to the world. But unfortunately their fidelity has broken down. They they have become unethical in their dealings. So God gives us the book of Acts as an admonition, a warning, as, as in a, a book of instruction based on a historical narrative of the early church so that we know how to govern ourselves appropriately as Christians in the 21st century. We see a husband and a wife who pledged to give a certain amount but when it was time to give they gave only a portion of it but they said they gave it all they were unethical in their dealings because they pledged something but they didn't follow through when i read this passage i am reminded of how often Christians today don't follow through. How often folks say, I will do this and I will do that, but they never show up and they never get it done. It is a form of a lack of ethics. It's it's a morality issue when you say you're going to do something and you have all the power wherewithal to do it, but you decide you're just not gonna do it. The Lord says, let your yes be yes and your no be no. And so in this text, the warning is that uh, being unethical with God can cost you your life. But I think there's another lesson here. Ananias and Sapphira, you know, it was a light situation. It was a time to be in the limelight in this giving campaign. One of the, the, the things that gets us in a lot of trouble, amen, is sometimes we love the limelight too much. Wow. We, we want to be seen, amen. We, we want folks to see us and see what we do. And sometimes our mouth uh, writes a check that uh, the rest of us can't cash. Yeah. Amen, amen, bank account ain't got the money But we done wrote the check And now it's bouncing Insufficient funds Amen, and so This is not just a New Testament early church problem But it's a problem even today And I believe there's another lesson here Because Ananias and Sapphira Thought they were making this Oath, if you will, or promise Or pledge to men but peter rightly corrected it and said no you weren't making this to men you were making it to god when folks say they're going to do something for the lord even though they're talking to another man or woman in reality that promise is being made to god so when you make that promise and then you decide because it's not quite right for you or you don't feel comfortable today or maybe you're a little tired and you just decide not to do it you have broken your promise to the Lord Mm -hmm. see those things don't add up on men's books they add up on God's books amen so Peter explained to Ananias no you didn't make your promise to me You made your promise to God. You may have got in the limelight so other folk could see you and how generous you were, but you didn't realize that the promise you made was a thing to the Lord. And so it is the Lord that will reckon with you. And see today, a lot of times we continue to be unethical in our dealings with the things of the Lord because folk ain't falling dead like Ananias and Sapphira did amen but here is the problem with that you may not fall dead like ananias and Sapphira did but you don't know what has been dying you don't know how your life has been affected or maybe you do but others don't who on the outside because things are dying in the private even though you're looking good in the public see god is the same god yesterday today and forever don't think that because it appears that things are not happening like they did here in chapter five don't think god has changed don't think his mind has changed because god says i am the lord and i change not but he can still use different methods amen to carry out his righteousness So the the lesson here is don't play with God. Amen. If you're going to give, then give. And you know what's so beautiful about the New Testament? When we look at this text, there was no particular amount that they were required to give. They made this decision for themselves and then reneged on it. See, when you are giving to the Lord, amen, you have the decision to decide how much you're going to give. And if you're going to give it and you promise to give it, then do so. Amen. Don't say you're going to give it and then say, well, you know, there's this pretty dress or this nice suit. or, Or, hey, you know, I need to catch up on my car payments. And then you do something else with it instead of what you promised the Lord. Because if you think about it, the only reason why you have a car payment and you have a car is because of the Lord. If the Lord did not give us breath and wake us up in the morning, then none of that would make any difference at all. So the text here is a reminder and a warning to don't play with God like that. There are too many people, amen, Whose yeses are no's and no's are yeses. There are too many folks saying I'm going to do and then they never deliver. You never see them. They promise things for God but don't do it. But you know it doesn't necessarily hurt the other person as much as it hurts yourself. Amen. Because it is your uh, timber that's being built in heaven. Amen. You are forfeiting the good things that God has in store for you because you won't keep. Your promises Because every time a baptized born again believer Does not represent God in giving Then that is a terrible representation of God Because God is a giver And God is such a good giver Amen That he's not like us That we, when we give we expect something in return Not with the Lord The Lord gives and gives and gives with no Return from us. What can we render unto the Lord when he's got it all anyway? He is the kind of giver that does not wait on reciprocity. Amen. He gives even when we don't give. And he keeps on giving. Amen. Amen. Because even though we have not been equitable with God, he gave us another day's journey. And we are glad about it. So saints of God, I just wanted to talk to you a little bit about giving. I want to talk to you about being ethical in your promises so that you can be blessed in the way God wants to bless you and not be cursed. That even though folk ain't dropping dead like Ananiah and Sapphira, amen, things are still dying because you have not kept your pledge to God. God is looking for some authentic folk who Yeses are yeses and noes are no. And so in this text, we see even when folk ain't doing right though, God uses the good things and the bad, amen, as well for his purpose. When we look in the text, we found out that when Ananias failed and Sapphira failed, that so great fear came upon all the church and upon all who heard these things this text lets us know that even in our unethical activities that God is able to still save souls we see in this text uh, that even though sometimes we do wrong that god turns those wrongs into rights even though our timber is not built in heaven because of our unethical dealings god can still use that to save a little boy a little girl a man or a woman who hears of these things god of showing his fidelity even when we're infidels. God has all power in his hand. He can reach to the uttermost and the guttermost. God is the one who saves the prostitute and the pimp, he saves that unscrupulous corporate leader and he also saves the pauper. He has all power in his hand to do exceedingly abundantly above anything we could ever ask or think. It is this one who's ethical in all his dealings. He is the epitome of morality epitome of giving to all that who will receive. It was this one, one Friday evening in a place called Golgotha's Hill, who gave his life for the sins of the entire world. At the end of the story. They took him down over that old rugged cross and they put him in a borrowed tomb. He was in that tomb all night Friday. He was in that tomb all day Saturday. And he was in that tomb all night, Saturday night. But it was early, early, early Sunday morning that he 40-day layover, showing himself to over 500 apostles. And one day, while talking with his disciples, he stepped out on a cloud and has gone back to glory. And one of these days, he's coming back for a church without a spot or blemish. will Will he find you faithful? Will he find you ethical? That in that day when the trumpet sounds and the dead in Christ shall rise, you shall be caught up in the air to be with Jesus forevermore. It's going to be howdy, howdy, and never goodbye. God bless you and God keep you is my prayer. Amen.